So uh, joining me today is Michael Lewis, racing in Formula BMW this year with your international team. He's in Valencia this weekend for rounds five and six of the championship. Michael, with four rounds completed so far, how's your Formula BMW season going? Actually, right now for me, I'm quite content in terms of my driving and everything, quite content. Right now, I'm not so, not so good in the points, uh, I must say. I mean, this is quite disappointing because we've been running very fast and running very strong. Didn't get the finishes we wanted. So, of course, from that standpoint, you know, we're, we're, a bit, we're, just, we're just, you know, a bit frustrated from that point because, you know, we have speed and we're fast. So, right now, the four rounds have been, I mean, like in terms of in terms of the racing, it's been getting a lot of experience and have been driving well. For example, first in Barcelona, um, we, we missed a bit of setup on qualifying, but in the race, we ran strong, gained a lot of experience on that track, which I like that track very much. We were in testing, I think, P1 or P2 even during the winter. But uh, in between the Barcelona round to the second round, which was in Zandvoort, in between those two races, we headed to Malaysia, um, not part of the European Championship, but as a you know as a, as a guest race just to get more laps um, during the season. We went to Malaysia and Sepang, and we ran. They had, had a crazy week, about four four straight race, races um, during that week, and I finished on the podium every single time, three seconds and a third. So that was quite good. We headed to Zandvoort. Um, was very fast. Uh, first race had some trouble, but uh, in the second race in Zandvoort was very fast in the rain, which I like driving in the rain very much. Pretty crazy, but it's very fun. Um, it was very fast. I had a off. So overall, the season okay. It's it's a bit bit not so great from the standpoint of points, but I've, I'm fast. I just need to just you know focus on on, on everything. Just try to you know, pull off the good finishes to get get myself back up in the point standings. But in terms of driving, I'm 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 quite I, I like it. I just need to keep improving on the little areas and just keep driving fast. So that's kind of that's kind of where it's at right now. Yeah. So. You've, so last year, if people don't know, last year you've moved from uh, from the American Formula BMW Championship. Exactly. What was the appeal of the European Championship, and what made you move? Uh, yeah, a lot, of, a lot of people, you know, that's that's the question a lot of people ask, you know, because racing in the U.S. and then coming over here. So, yeah, I raced uh, in U.S. from last year. Um, did did the whole season over there. I ended up a rookie champion, so that was you know quite exciting. My first uh, Formula Car season. Um, won the rookie championship. Uh, from that, um, I was awarded a scholarship from BMW to race the following year in, you know, Formula BMW Americas, um, which we were planning on doing. However, unfortunately, at the end of that season, which was 2009, um, BMW uh, decided to cancel the Americas championship. So that's unfortunate. Um, so we still had the scholarship. So we were still, you know, in the process of deciding what do we want to do? Do we want to do, you know, something here in the States? Other than because BMW is gone, or do you want to go to? What do we want to do? So we still had the scholarship. We we talked with BMW for quite some time, and they they offered to uh, let us apply it over here in Europe, which was uh, which was great. In terms of a because racing in Europe for Formula Car racing is you know the epicenter of the world. That's that's where you got to be if you want to be a fast driver in Formula Cars. You have to go to Europe. So they offered to to do that. And plus, many years um, before I started racing in cars, I, I was an avid go-karter in Europe for three or four years. So I was quite familiar with, with Europe. I've, I've lived in Europe for, for many summers before for now. So for, for us as a family and for myself, it was like, you know, kind of everything lined up. It was great. So anyway, so yeah, I was rookie champion um, and applied that scholarship basically over here and kind of started started running over here with, with the same team, Euro International. They've kind of been a second home to me and, you know, we've been running together for two years straight. So it was kind of just the perfect fit, really. And um, are you are you now living full time in Europe, or are you still in America? Yeah, yeah. Um, right now, I'm actually living 
in Como. Okay, I can't say in Como because it's about five minutes from Como, but it's very nice. Awesome. <laughs> you know, there's a very, very nice atmosphere, very late, late uh, setting. But I'm living, yeah, uh, currently in Italy. Um, um, yeah, since I think I was over here from the beginning of February all the way till now. And uh, I'm also completing uh, university, you know, college yeah. studies as well. So it's a bit crazy. Um, many people ask me, you know, how you do it. I, I've been, you know, in school for, you know, all my life, since high school and everything. And, uh, you know, myself as well as my family, I think it's, you know, it's an important thing to keep in schooling right now in this moment of my life. The school is quite manageable. So with the racing I'm doing, you know, studying all the time and, and getting getting that done and kind of doing a bunch of things. But, yeah, right now I'm living full-time here in, here in Italy. So it's kind of where we're... Uh, well, be for a while. Cool. Uh, so you 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 have done both both championships uh, in America and in yes. Europe. What are the biggest differences? And in Asia as well. And Asia <laughs> so, as well, yeah. Um, yeah. So, I mean, quite honestly, like in each series, the top, for example, in the US, we had uh, the top five guys, including myself, were all very good. Uh, two or three of them had raced the year before, so they were all well experienced, and maybe you know some other stuff before that. So. Honestly, the top five in each championship are all very strong. They're all you have to be on your game and everything. However, in Europe, the whole field is closer than in any other series I've been in. Um, it's not just top five. You know, it's it's the top ten. So, for example, uh, in Zandvoort, the, the top six were separated by a tenth and a half. So you got you have to be perfect. You have to be like a robot, not making mistakes. So, the difference from you know Europe to, to America is just the depth of the field. There, there's many good drivers over here, and you know that's that's kind of the biggest difference, as well in Asia. I mean, the same kind of concept applied over there to Asia with, in terms of the depth of field. Actually, in Asia, they had quite a lot of cars. I think they had about 25 um, drivers over there, so it's even even more magnified. But, yeah, the biggest difference from the America's Championship to here in Europe was, was definitely just the depth of field of, of the drivers because in the U.S., you know, if you qualify up in the top two, okay, the gap after the top two or three would be quite drastic. Here, it's, it's again, I think I said, it's just... Very, very close. I because mean, there's many drivers, so you have to be on your game all the time, trying to trying to push for the pole. Yeah, it's just the competition is very stiff. Yeah. So let's go right back to the beginning. Unlike most of uh, the guys you're racing against, I guess you were racing before you even started karting. Can you explain what midget racing is uh, and how? You yeah. Okay. That? So yeah, no problem. No, it's it's quite. You know, not many people understand, or actually, not even many people outside of even the U.S., uh, know much about midget racing. Um, the first thing I ever drove, uh, ever, uh, was a rusty old go-kart. After that, I jumped into what was called a quarter midget. Um, the midget car, quarter midget, full-size midget, whatever you want to call it, the midget car is like a, like a, I say, a, a tube-frame chassis, not really like a Formula car, only drives on oval circuits, only left turns. Um, and it's big in the U.S., because, as you know, NASCAR and many, many circuits like this only go on left, you know, left-handed oval circuits, so... It's it's big in the U.S. So it's something I've been been grown up with since ever since I was born because my family um, has been involved in that kind of motorsports in terms of because they like it as well as my father had a uh, still has a midget team um, and he still runs that. So the car in terms of specs, um, I'm not okay, I'm not exact on it, but it's pretty fast. They have about I think 400 horsepower and they weigh about a thousand thousand pounds, maybe a little bit over that. So. <laughs> It, it packs quite a punch, but yeah, it's a, it's an oval racing car. Races only on ovals, dirt and asphalt. So um, it's also big in Australia, I think. But um, anyway, I grew up around this um, kind of world. I started racing quarter midgets, which is kind of like a, a go kart version of the big 400 horsepower car. 
very small, only races on ovals as well. Uh, I did this for about two or three years. Was champion in my division was very fast, and then we jumped to go karts. And for me, the <coughs> excuse me, for me the jump to go karts was probably the biggest, you know, like I guess you say like acid or, or catalyst for where I'm at right now. Um, I learned like kind of everything you know you could in in, in karting. I mean, I, as you know, like I mean everybody um, from from formula car racing is, is as, as driving go karts. So I went from quarter midgets to go karts in the states. Uh, when Won a championship, and then meanwhile, while I was driving, I would go to Europe every summer and run over here. So, um, yeah, so I went from the quarter division to go karts, and then um, we went into the formula cars. So that's kind of the, the path they took. It's a bit strange, but um, right now I'm, I'm sitting in Valencia, so I, I, you know, I couldn't answer more. <laughs> yeah. So, at what point when you're karting, you did a couple of years, what point do you kind yeah. of decide that not only do you want to kind of take it further, but that when you did decide to go to formula cars, that was the right time to do it. How did you decide when to do it? Yeah. It's kind of, it's kind of all been, you know, it, it's kind of just, everything really fell on the line. I mean, ever since I was driving, um, I've always been drive for my job, for my profession. I love driving. Whether that would be, I, I have no idea where I'd end up. I still don't know where I'm going to end up, but I always wanted to drive. So that passion kind of pushed me onwards, but to what direction I didn't know. And ended up in formula car racing. Like you said, how did I, you know, go into the road course side of things? Well, in go karts, okay, it's road courses, and I'd been driving the majority of my time before cars in in go karts. So I was born in the world of road road racing. I love that kind of aspect of of, uh, of racing. So when uh, when I when I was doing go karts, I loved Formula One. Point. Mm. When I was racing in uh, in Europe, we we, we I had a good friend of ours, which was my team owner at the time, Dino Case, who runs the Zanardi Karts um, currently as well in the WSK series. He, he he mentioned to us and kind of was giving us insight, you know, into what we were what we should do next if we decided to do that. And, and uh, as well as many other drivers that I was competing against had jumped into the Formula BMW category. Um, so we were kind of looking at that, and as well, we we decided to do. They have this um, BMW licensing course, so we decided to do that just as a as a test, you know. Um, into into something new uh, during the karting stages, so it just kind of fell into place, really, from the help of of, of uh, a few mentors and just kind of trying things. And so, and it looked it was a great series to go into, and I'm and I'm very glad to be part of it, mm. as I've learned many things. So it just kind of it was, I don't know, it just kind of fell together. I, I guess that's the, <laughs> that's the best answer I can give. <laughs> that makes if that makes any sense. Yeah, it does. When when you kind of first get into that kind of car, because it's very different from anything else you've driven. Yeah. Before. Oh, yeah. How, yes. <laughs> how, what's your mindset like? How do you prepare for such a kind of a new experience like that? Yeah, I mean, from the karting to the first time in the car, I mean, you'll, you'll, you'll ask me and you'll ask many drivers this. It's, it's probably the biggest shift in, in something you'll, you'll ever experience because, of course, okay, it's much bigger. You have, okay, much more power. Okay, the ratio is, is you know, not so big, but it's just everything's bigger. You're going faster. In the world of car racing, you, you have to approach it from a different mindset. So, <laughs> I mean, prepare for it. I mean, I, I, I just, you know, took it with an open mind because, you know, I, before I went, I had no experience of car racing, so I just tried to listen to everybody around me and tried to gather as much information so I could put myself, uh, you know, on the right foot when I stepped into it. So, I mean, it, it was, it was, you know, it was, it, it was difficult because you're used to karting and you're very good at it, and then you get into something that, you know, is very completely foreign. It's 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 a bit hard, but I mean, I just took it with an open mind and just listened to the nice people 
um, around me, and, and I just kind of got you know forced into that, you know, into into a, in a into a good environment. So for me, I just you know just thought, okay, just let's just listen to people because they know they they've been it around you know more than you have. Yeah. So, but it was definitely a a big big shift in a you know in, in medium. So, um, but I mean, I, I love the cars now. I mean, now it's like second second nature. You don't even think about it. You know, it's it's, it's strange how that works. You jump into a go kart, you think it's the biggest thing ever. You jump into a car. And then you think it's the biggest thing, and then you jump in. You know, it's, it's, it's just natural progression. But I just always keep an open mind and try to, you know, try to just gather information around me to, to make my, my experience better, try to get myself better. Yeah. So how long does so it take yeah. to adapt to that kind of car? Because, as you say, it's completely different to how anything else you've ever experienced. Like you've said that is now second nature, but are you still learning from the car, or do you feel like you've... Oh, yeah. Like, really in terms of, okay, in terms of the car, okay, I know it quite well in terms of how it's going to feel, but in terms of... Methods applied, you know, to the racetrack in Formula car racing. Yeah, I'm always learning, um, and you can't get enough of it. I mean, in terms of okay, you might go to one track. Okay, one track, it's heavy braking, but you need to really focus on your braking or whatever. Like in in, in the car racing, you very focus extremely, extremely much on the fine details. Okay, in karting as well, but even more so on the, the car side of things in terms of application to the track. Um, you know, go through the data and. and, and you know, and try to get faster. And when you go through the data, you do learn things. You talk with your engineer. And I have a great engineer here in here international, and I'm I'm very, very glad I've been with him for two years. But yeah, I'm always learning things in terms of not in terms of okay, how the car is going to feel, but just just taking it to the next level. So the second nature part is the mechanics in terms of how it feels. So that's that's just given. But the the part that you think about when you're on the track, okay, I need to go into this corner a bit longer. Uh, there's a curb here I need to hit or need to release the brakes just flat more so I bring more speed in or maybe hold down the brakes with more so the car has more pressure on the front. You can, so anyway, stuff like this, you're always learning. So it's just, it's, it's now, now it's more so the application. So maybe, you know, next year, whatever car I get into, I have to, I have to nail down the mechanics of it first, how everything feels, but it's always putting of the, of the application to the track is kind of, kind of what you, continue to do and it's still learning now so I mean <laughs> it's, it's never ending <laughs> so this is uh, your second season in the same car yeah uh, where do you see yourself next kind of in your progression in your career you, yeah, you... yeah next um, yeah your question yeah so next I mean it's, it's still open um, I would very much like to be in an F3 car or maybe a P3 car something of this nature I have no idea which series it would be but I don't know maybe F3 Italian, F3, English, I don't know. GB3 is very, you know, very perspective as well. In terms of where I want to be, this kind of car. Mm. But we have, you know, we, we, don't, we don't know yet right now. We have to, you know, see, see how everything goes. But, yeah, like an F3 car for sure. And just try to get as many laps in that. Maybe like many drivers now are doing, you know, you do many F3 races and then maybe you can do one or two races, GP3 or vice versa. So mm. you get as much laps, laps as possible. But F3 in this kind of car is for sure the, the next step. Yeah. We can't really jump right in the GP. I mean, it'd be nice okay, if somebody offered you a GP2 ride, okay, it'd be nice. But in terms of me, I think it'd be better to, yeah. you know, say some, something like an F3 car just to learn everything down uh, first, you know, just, you know, not go over your head. But I think for sure F3 or something like that. Yeah. So but we'll see. So you, you, met, you did mention GP3. The GP3 uh, and yourself as well, you run uh, some events with the Formula One guys. Yeah. What's that like? Yeah, I mean, like, actually, we're... Actually, the majority of our race, only one race was not with Formula One, which is actually which was Zandvoort, which was kind of, it's kind of a nice thing with this series. I mean, you're you're with the the group that you're aspiring to be with, you know, or be driving with. Mm. Um, yeah, like you said, we're basically with the Formula One group as well as GP3, so we're we're kind of around that camp. But um, 
Yes. Yeah. So. What, what's it like? Because the, the paddocks are kind of next to each other, and you can you're next. Yeah, to the literally. And the our trailer. I'm looking at it right now. Our trailer is, I think, you know, two rows behind. I don't know, like Supernova or something. So like everybody's here, you know, ART. So we're kind of in this big cluster of uh, of the, the next step I want to be in. So in terms of that, it's great because I walk around. Um, my driver coach is around, and he knows some people that are good friends of him. It's good to be with these kind of people because maybe they, they'll help you out one day and it's, it's nice it's nice being in this kind of area because i love racing i love this kind of atmosphere so um it's nice to see the next step which is gp3 uh they, they're they're around everywhere it's a nice car and and the the teams are all there as well so it, it's a good feeling because maybe you know it gives you some inspiration where, where you can be next as well as you just kind of see things what what uh, what's happening in the next step up. so for me it's a great experience because i'm kind of with the whole group that i'm aspiring to be in so great <laughs> yeah so you've just as well you just mentioned about how you'd at the moment you just want to be in a single seater type car would you consider yeah. a, a return to the u.s for a kind of road to indie style yeah i mean or is europe the kind for of me I, yeah i mean i would heck like i would i'll, I'll do whatever i just want to i just want to drive as much as i can in something um formula car racing is where i want to be in first but okay if something else happens i'll take that as well but yeah i mean heck, if that if that's where the road led me i mean you know it's <laughs> The famous American race, you know, that's that's kind of in the heart of every American driver, whether they say it or not. So, I mean, yeah, okay, I, I wouldn't mind doing that race. Maybe, okay, the oval racing is quite hairy. Um, I'll do it if if uh, you know if that's where it leads me. But the Indy, Indy 500 for sure, that'd be something I'd want to do. And that's you know the, one of the next consecutive uh, successive steps, or if that's something you know after my long famous career, no, <laughs> that. Uh, that happens, but no, I I don't know. It's it's all open, really. So, I mean, the indie it's completely different to you know anything else out there. But so is Formula One. So I don't know if if it leads me there, I'll I'll do it. I'm open. So let's just uh, in in a perfect world, in five or ten years yeah. time, where do you want yeah. to be? Uh, Formula One world champion. That's what I want to do. Is Formula One the only five thing? Five or ten years, yeah. Or is that like is it? it Say it again. It's no, that's, that's the pinnacle. Okay, that's like that's like what I'm aiming for in this moment, and that's what I'd want to do. Yeah. Um, heck, I'd I'd want to run an Indy car race, the Indy 500. That'd be great. Maybe do Le Mans. That'd be awesome. Um, you want to get the triple crown? Of the, the something else. But but I love driving. I really love driving, and I, I can't get enough of it. But for sure, Formula One to be the Formula One World Champion would be would be amazing. I mean, because 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 you'd have to work so because you have to work so hard just to. For every every place that's on the ladder, and, and to reach that level, and that that how do you say that um, pinnacle of of a, of a feat? I mean, that's that's amazing. Yeah. So Formula One is is would be like be amazing. I'm I'm trying. I'm pushing as hard as I can for that. You know, I'm, I have a race this weekend. And I'm gonna try to I'm gonna go as fast as I can, and whatever happens, happens. But you know, I'm I'm gonna push as hard for that. You know, Michael Lewis, thank you very much. To listen again or to find out more about the feeder series, visit www.feederseries.net.